everybody, just a quick note. Um, we lost audio in a couple of places in the podcast, so if you hear a strange transition or a dead spot, that's why. Um, otherwise, please enjoy the secret sex life of a single mom. everybody. Welcome to episode 37 of the Cyberbullies podcast. I'm Ken Nowarski. I'm joined by... The Duke. <laughs> I think the Duke busts Hyman as opposed to putting them back together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we work in... We're, it's a symbiotic relationship. Okay, all right. I got you. <laughs> Do you? Yin and the yang. <laughs> yeah. The dip in the shit. Oh, this movie. All right. See what we uh, can do. For anybody that missed episode 36 up on iTunes, all your past casting sites... Uh, please don't watch the movie from episode 36, which is Call Me, Colin. Oh, right. The, uh, Rise and Fall of Heidi Fleiss. Correct. Believe? So either that's one of our most popular episodes or we're getting a lot of spam because it's been we every country in the world has streamed this. It, it cracked me Maybe up. there's a lot of Fleiss heads out there. Yeah. Maybe that really is what it is. I had, did not even occur to me that that's what it could be. It's fascinating. You know, you get, you get rid of Fleiss as you put mayonnaise on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they put mayonnaise in your pussy. <laughs> But you decided not to go blue. Yeah, no, never. Not me. That's your job. That's true. I have to be really angry to to swear <laughs> on this podcast. I, I was like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, all right. uh, so in episode 36, like I said, we watched Call Me, Colin, The Rise and Fall of Heidi Fleiss. As always, tried to answer the following questions. Uh, was this a film or just a series of montages? Yeah, I think we know. Naj and montage. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the name of the movie. <laughs> Oh God, that's a good I, fake name to put. That was up. great. Hot Naj was the clip of the Naj calling Heidi on the phone the only redeeming part of this movie. <laughs> it was hysterical. <laughs> uh, yeah, like imagine yes. we just watched that. Yeah, I, I would could... have ra- rather watched that for a hundred and twenty, you know, hour yeah, minutes was, straight yeah. than the rest of the movie. There has to be a podcast about memes, right? Like where they like would do that. Would like watch one clip. Remember we watched the uh, Get oh, You Here, Get God. You Here? We watched like, that for eight <laughs> minutes. And we, and I almost died. So I think it is possible. And and like, just why was this movie so bad? It makes really, it's such a great story. I know. I I again. I I know. I know. We talked about this at length, but casting was just wrong. And once they made those choices, even I think the directing was bad too, but mm-hmm. once you made those choices, there was no going back. You couldn't fix it's like it's like a Phantom Menace, right? That movie's probably bad no matter what. Yeah. But you cast the worst actor True. in the world. It made it just makes it a hundred times worse. World. Yeah, at that the time. Kid. Jake Lloyd, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? Like you just or like the the solo movie's actually a good example because Oh yeah, perfect. Example. A movie that should have been awesome was only okay and it was almost entirely because of the casting. Yeah. Right. The On the worst good side and possible. The yeah. Young Han Solo. Right, because the Woody Harrelson, all that stuff is interesting. It's yeah. a good movie. But then every time he's on screen, you're just like, oh, boy. Yeah, it's, no charisma. Right, no charisma and like no chemistry with the woman, which is exactly like this, where it's like, yeah, it just. Yeah. But I agree with you. And pro- I, we should look and see if there is another Heidi Fleiss movie. There like, might be. Well, just because to see if it's better. I'm sure it is. It can't be worse. That's true. Uh, speaking of uh, Meadow Soprano, the Soprano's house is for sale. I saw it this One, morning. 1.3 mil. I was going to mention it to you. She get in there. And you know what, like I was thinking about this. Like, what about like getting like ten friends together and just buying it? Yeah. And just turning it into a business. Yeah. You can like lay in the pool. 
Just get ducks, throw yeah. them in there. Yeah, exactly. You could bury money in the backyard. That'd or be awesome. Yeah, I agree. Look, I'm with you. I don't have any money, <laughs> but I'm with you. You have to get I 10 think of that's your a other good, I think that's a good business venture. Yeah, sure. All right, anything to re- recap on that turd before we move on? No. Good. I feel like I listened to it and I had stuff, and now it's just out of my head. It, I mean, it was fun. Like, it was fun to rip on it, but and apparently people like listening to it for whatever reason. Yeah. Again, it was showing that we are not good businessmen. We never know what people are going to no. like. We always like, oh, this one was so funny. Nobody listens. Yeah, right. We're like, we had so much fun doing that right now. Well, that, <laughs> no one will like it. So the movie we chose for episode 37 is 2014's. Ugh, this is a long title. I know, I know. The Secret Sex Life of a Single Mom. Yeah, I think longest title or very close to it's it. Clo- it's got to be. Yeah. Did you look and see what day it came out? No. May 31st, 2014. Wow. So almost, what, f- five years to the day. To the day. I know. Very weird. So this stars Ashley Jones as Delane. Interesting name, Delane. Real woman. Ashley Jones? No, Delane. Oh. That she's the, she's the, it's about it's her real life. Oh, it's based on a true story? Yeah. Did they even mention that? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think at the beginning when she says in the voiceover, she says it but it also makes it sound fake where she goes, "This is about my real life and my real story." But it's like, "Well, we don't know who you are, so you're fake." Right. Yeah. Uh, like if Jar Jar Binks said it, it'd be like, "This is <laughs> about my real story." <laughs> you some people going to die? <laughs> He's still a fake thing. gonna be a dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the window of your Star Cruiser. (laughs) I can't do the voice. I I can do this for two hours. (laughs) What's really sad? Missy gonna go meet the Duke. (laughs) What's really sad is you know there's porn like this already exists where he's like he is like in a dungeon like a sex dungeon. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Ashley Jones has been bold and beautiful for like 20 years. Yeah, I rec- you know what's funny? When I made She the- looks very familiar. Yeah, exactly. And I- But when I did the trailer, I was like, who is this? So I just said, nobody you've ever heard of, which is basically true. Yeah, there's nobody in this movie that yeah. I've ever seen. Like, her face is recognizable, but besides her. Right, because you were probably sick from school one day, and so, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, yeah. right. Because you're right, she's been on it forever. Yeah. That- that's got to be a good gig. Oh, God. Uh, really, that's it. I mean, there's, there's, there's nobody in this movie that we can even like. I don't know if the director was anybody. I didn't look at that, but oh, the only thing I noticed was that the writer has written something like fifty Lifetime movies. Like you could it, tell, it was so many. It's of It's so formula. formulae. Yeah, I know. I kind of I which mm, I like that about it, and also, oh yeah, it's also what yeah. kind of made it. It's better insane. than Heidi, Fle- the Heidi Fleiss movie. Sure. I, in fact, if she had written the Heidi Fleiss movie, it might have had a much clearer yeah. like story. Oh yeah, the story art. was very yeah. linear. It as, wasn't as stupid as it was. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. So what else we got for us? All right, Kenny. So we're gonna go back to May thirty first, twenty fourteen, but uh, with a little bit of a twist. Okay. Because we've been back to 2014, 2015 a lot. That, a that lot. seemed like when they really ramped up production. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna have to uh, play around with the categories a little bit today. First. Do you think it's dangerous us going back in time so much? I mean, it probably is. Should I have uh, green juice? <laughs> That's all the ecto cooler. Yeah. Which wasn't green for some reason. Yeah, what is orange? How do you fumble that ball? That just makes no sense. That's just the high C company mailing it in. But like, you go through all the trouble to get the rights, to yeah. label it. Like, it's huge for kids, and yeah. you don't make it green. No, it's stupid. Is, is there part of the Ghostbusters lore, like like canon, that like maybe Slimer, aka Onionhead, like pees orange? No, 
There's no like orange part of him. I mean, as far as I know, no. Okay. I'm just. I was just curious. I'm not the biggest Ghostbusters head in the world. But... Yeah, that's true. Mm. All right, but I mean, Slimer's fucking green. Yeah, and, and Huey Lewis does not enjoy us talking about this since they ripped off his song. <laughs> like, he got paid a lot of money for it though. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to call Ray Carker Jr. and ask him. Yeah. All right, so okay, we're going to start off with um, what was the top Redbox rental of 2014? <laughs> okay. So this is according to Redbox. They published their own statistics mm-hmm. of, of their rentals. So yeah. I've never used Redbox once. Have you? No, this is why I thought this question was right, good. Okay, good. Maybe, maybe once. I feel like once, maybe when I lived in Baltimore, they had one outside the Safeway. Yeah, just like, oh, but like pre-Netflix. I'll give so, it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, couldn't find anything at Blockbuster. Right. So was, was it? The Wolf of Wall Street, okay. Captain Phillips, 21 Jump Street, or Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa. I thought, I didn't know uh, Wolf of Wall Street was that old. Or maybe I, I thought it was older. I'm I thought just, it was like 2012. Maybe. I would have said like December 2013. If I it, was, it was a uh, Christmas movie. Yeah, that, that's my recollection. But I went, to see, <laughs> I went to see it at Wayne Preakness on Christmas Day. Of course. Like a good uh, uh, Gentile, <laughs> and we're in there, right? And it's like all ages, right? And that movie's raunchy, man. No, that I, love, is, I love that movie. I know you're, you're not as crazy about it as me, but it's raunchy. It is, yeah. And there is this old Jewish couple behind us, and they're just every scene. They're just like Cringing. she was just like, oh my. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I can't I'm just imagine. desensitized. But. Yeah, yeah. They were like. Oh. They had to chew in their matzah and look down. <laughs> I just like the idea that they have a big, instead of popcorn, they have a big thing of matzah. <laughs> only on, Christ- only yeah. on Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, right, where they go on Christmas Day. Just lots of old soup in the bucket, just, <laughs> just, just getting soaked with cardboard. <laughs> They're sending a message. <laughs> so disgusting. Uh, just locks. Um, <laughs> all right, so Captain Phillips, a Bad Grandpa, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, and what was the other one? Uh, 21 Jump Street, Captain Phillips, Wolf of Wall Street, Bad Grandpa. I'm going to go Captain Phillips. Correct. Yeah. I don't know why. Who knows? Yeah. People like that movie. It was bad. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's Tom Hanks. <laughs> I love Tom what, Hanks. What but... does America love other than Tom Hanks? I mean, I know I do, but that movie stunk. Yeah, it was not uh, my cup of tea either. No. The accent killed me, really. It was more than anything. His accent? Yeah. <laughs> No, not the Somali guys. They're you know <laughs> they're I mean, Somali. I, I mean, I'm assuming they're all actually Somali. I'm pretty I don't, sure I don't they really are. know. That one dude is good at it. Yeah, he's the guy good. Got nominated. Oh yeah, it was fine. He's been it, some other stuff too. He's been good. But yeah, it was boring. Bakhtar, Bak- oh shit, what's that guy's name? Yeah. I'm not gonna remember. I'm the captain now. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Which is, he probably wants to blow his fucking head off. <laughs> Everybody knows him, but nobody knows who he is. So he's like, no matter where he is, I'm, I see you. I am the captain now. <laughs> It's like Shooter. Yeah, right. Friend of the show, Bear Troy, told me that story. Because <laughs> he lived up by when she was in New York. Yeah. And everywhere that guy went, every time she saw him, Shooter! He hated it. <laughs> uh, Christopher. Yeah it's, yeah. it's Christopher something. McDonald. Yep. Yeah, because we saw, remember we saw him in that uh, Miller Lite commercial we did? <laughs> yeah. Way back? Yeah. All right, Ken. So you may have noticed that this movie was set in Canada, which is not unusual. No, but I would say half the movies we've done. The big difference here is it's a, actually the woman who wrote it is Canadian. Oh, all and right. The story actually took place in Canada, so it's got to be Vancouver because uh, yeah, she's going to Seattle. Yeah, right? it's BC. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think she actually maybe lived in oh, it might have been Alberta. Anyway, somewhere in the west. Yeah. Um, right. No, because they were on the water. It wasn't so, that yeah. cold. It didn't look that cold. So yeah, 
I mean, you know. I mean, Alberta. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. So we're going to see, what was the number one Canadian, what was number one in the Canadian Hot 100? Ooh, I like this. The week of May 31st, <laughs> 2014. Fly like a bird. <laughs> Much 21, music. 2112 by Rush. <laughs> uh, I wish I could, couldn't pull a Triumph song. Um, so Fro Williams, happy. Iggy Azalea, fancy. American Authors, best day of my life. And John Legend, all of me. American authors. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. I was surprised. It was John Legend. Oh. He was also number one in America. Doesn't that week. John Legend look like a cabbage patch doll? Yeah. Because he's very smooth. Oh, I can't stand him. What do you, you can't stand him? Or I like, just don't like his music. I don't like Well, I don't yeah. I mean he's he seems like a good guy. He's fine. I don't know. They're those two are annoying together on Twitter. Yeah, I guess that's true because it's it, There's, it's like uh, just all right, we get it. You're political, <laughs> we get it. Cool. Let's move on, please. Yeah, fair enough. I guess of super celebrities like that, I find them less obnoxious than most of the other ones. Oh, that's really? Not, that's not saying very much, right. right? But like, I'd much rather hear from Chrissy Teigen or she says Teigen than like Kardashian or whatever. Yeah, oh, but yeah. like, I'm mean, right. not saying much, and not that I. No, I think they're intelligent. I just think they're annoying. Yeah, I think sure. the Kardashians are idiots. Yeah, and also annoying. <laughs> and also annoying. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Ken. Now for television, maybe my favorite one we've ever done. Okay, I'm very excited for this. Degrassi. <laughs> if only. So what was the highest rated TV show? Now, I couldn't get it. I only had data. Uh, uh, CBC? Hold on. Oh, all right. Just calm your jets. <laughs> the highest rated TV show. Calm your show. Bauer turbos. Your Those are ice skates, guys. Uh, highest, TV, highest rated TV show the first week of September. So this is as far back as I could go, 2014, in Quebec. Okay. So they have separate ratings, not the other, other side of the country. Yeah, separatists. Uh, they, yeah. Have their, they have their own TV ratings. So was it bloopers <laughs> in English, spelled in English? Uh, Le Dome, which was under the dome. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Uh, I, I actually wrote down the pronunciation because <laughs> I was like, I'm never going to remember. Uh, Leite Andean or Indian Summer. Okay. Um, or La Pouzador. The uh, the hen with the golden eggs. Oh wow, this is interesting. Yeah, and these are I I was surprised how little crossover there was between the Quebec shows and uh, America and the rest of Canada. I'll go Indian Summer. I'm trying to remember now. I don't know the, the French pronunciation. I, did put the, I literally just looked this. I didn't put the answer down. <laughs> I gotta look. Hold on. <laughs> you dumb dickhead. You know what it was. Uh, you don't speak French. Well, yeah, that was part of it. I think I was so excited to find the French TV ratings. I'm pretty sure Indian Summer was number two. Okay. I think it was probably the Dome, but Le Dome. Le Dome. <laughs> oh no, I, I stand corrected. Number one, Indian Summer. Yes. Uh, number three, the Dome. Number four, Bloopers, and the hen that laid the golden <laughs> eggs was number nine. 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 Yeah. So, Who knew? Yeah, I'm apparently no one. <laughs> All right. I just love that they have different shows. Like it, it's not, the greatest. Yeah, not just different shows, but like different popular shows. Right. It's just so strange. Like I can imagine. Like okay, so NASCAR might be more popular in Alabama, but like in the top ten rated shows in Alabama, are they that different than Washington State? Like probably not. Yeah. It just anyway. All right. That's it. Coming back. I love it. That's all we got. It's all right. Short trip. I'm trying. Did the uh, 
<laughs> like the Michael Jackson, like, you know, the little, like, yeah, <laughs> that one, that one. <laughs> From Beat It? Yeah, thank you. It takes on a whole new meeting? Yeah. I mean, it had that meeting then, it just, now it's even worse now. Right. Now. Oh, boy. All right. Let's see what we can do with this turd. All right. So we open up with a woman talking on the phone. Uh, she's talking dirty. She's a submissive, apparently. They jump right into it, which is a which is a lifetime thing. Yeah, and then like the flashback, like you yeah, know, the record scratch. How did I end right. up here? You yeah, know, exactly. Whatever. Classic, classic. Yeah. Cold open. Is it a cold open? I guess. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. Yeah, because it comes before the uh, the credits. Yeah, that's a cold open. Right. So her son walks into the room. Uh, so she's obviously a mother. Or a stepmother. Uh, yeah. It's a voiceover of a woman explaining what the movie's going to be about, basically. Yeah. Uh, it starts off with a mom with two kids taking care of the house. She's a housewife. I was already annoyed, though, when the kid walked in because he had a baseball uniform on with no name, like no team name, no number. It was just like a blank yeah. uniform. Yeah, they didn't want to pay for it. But that's stupid. Or it's just like make it Little League. Like, I know. It's, it's, again, things like that make me insane. All right. Uh, her husband calls from a business business trip and stays another couple days while Delane is taking care of the kids. It's ho- uh, he said he would be home for Halloween. It's Halloween and the husband still isn't home, although he promised he would be. So one thing that stuck out to me immediately in this movie: fucking landlines, 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 constantly. Everywhere. They never talk on the cell phone, or like barely. It's constantly a landline. And so, I, that, but this is where I was like: is this just a different thing in Canada where people were still just talking on landlines in 2014, like as their primary phone? I mean. Maybe I know they have kids, so maybe they had the phone, but but it's exclusive, right? You she never texts. Yeah, but it's ever. other people, and right? the husband's always calling from the hotel phone. Right, right, exactly. And who it, does that? Or or how about when the woman calls from the bar on the bar phone? The greatest. Not even on a cell Not, phone. No. Yeah, it was. I don't. Wait, so wait. if we have any Canadian listeners who could weigh in on, I because I, I would love to know, like, what did people? I, I could text. I could text my friend from college. Oh, I that's could, true. I, yeah, I could, I could ask him if if. Uh, because it doesn't make any sense, right? Like 2014, 2015 is basically 80 percent of phone calls are cell ago, phones, right? At like, least. And, oh, well, yeah, right. Because old people, but right. But te- and texting, there was no texting, which is like this no, is the, not in that movie. And this no. is the perfect movie for texting, of course, cause because she could he cause, cheats because the Duke is in Seattle. Yeah, she could be texting him. And he could tell her to do stuff when or not when she can't talk on the phone. Right. Instead, he instead, she asked him for a picture, which he emails. Yeah, her. I was just like, come on. It, again, why? Why not just... Te- so it's like they wrote the screenplay in 1998 and then they just never changed it. Yeah, that probably could have happened. Something like that, yeah. All right. So I just wanted to point out... Like, oh, this concept. Yeah, that was the first thing I noticed besides the uniform. <laughs> uh, it's Halloween. The husband's... Oh, I said that already. Uh, she gets a call from from a woman in the middle of the night from the bar phone <laughs> asking if her husband was there. That was like a scene from like a TV show in like the 70s. It was. like Or, or like a drama. Just like how, how you get caught cheating. Yeah. And then she doesn't hang... Like... The bartender says who it is. Yeah. Why would the bartender give a shit? Yeah, he doesn't. He, he should have just hung up the she phone. She goes, just hang up. He goes, it's she's Natasha. here. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he goes, it's Natasha <laughs> for the bar. <laughs> like, everybody knows who she is. Yeah. And she's fucking sloshed, which is funny. She's like, tell him no. to hang up. <laughs> uh, she then calls the husband on his trip and says his girlfriend is called. He he blames the affair on her and said she wasn't into sex. Oh, she yeah, tries- He is a classic lifetime oh, asshole. Yeah. He's perfect. Cla- he's, he's really good at it. Uh, she tries to forgive him, be more sexual, but she can't get into it. Into <laughs> it, <laughs> you can't get into Peter it. Peter Brady, You're still waiting for that pubic hair to come. Yeah, in. Delaney has an uh, injury in her hip, which they never say how she gets. Well, no, but what's really weird is it's the scene right before that is her having like emotionless sex with her husband. Yeah, she's just getting jackhammered, just right. laying there. <laughs> well, that they kind of imply like he hurt her hip. Oh, is that what you? Like got? that's what I, I got out of see. it. 
Is <laughs> that so she's like the cut to the next scene? She's like, ooh, you know? I didn't put that together, but that's funny. I, I mean, I don't know if that's what they meant, but it, I don't think so. It but... seemed really strange to me that like she's like <laughs> staring at the ceiling. This guy's well, like going to town. If, I don't know. Oh yeah, it's the next thing. So this is I did not understand this part. So Delaney has the injury in her hip and wants to see an acupuncturist. Delayed. Del- sorry, I know. I, I, I kept doing it. I, too. I know, but and wants to see an acupuncturist, but. The husband doesn't like it and says she can't go to the gym. She either could go to the acupuncturist or the gym. How does that make any sense? He's very hung up on the money. He's like, I've allocated $40 a month for the gym. But why? And you can use that money on whatever you want, but you can't do the gym and something else. Because he's a control freak. No, I know, but it was just an odd odd, choice she had to make. Well, right. He's just like, it's all mumbo jumbo, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know. Well, what I really, I I agree with you. I was like, what is going on? That made no sense. so bad. And then the friend never comes back. That friend from that scene. Oh, that scene? Oh, it wasn't the blonde woman? No, that I has thought the it was, baby? I thought it was the other one. It might have been. I didn't even pay attention. I but when I maybe I watched right. it. I know. <laughs> I mean you wrote that literally everything that happened. <laughs> you still don't know. I I thought she was just some friend who disappeared for the rest of the movie and then it was other friends, but maybe I'm wrong. It could have been. Yeah. For right. sure. I just thought it was strange. But I mean, it's not again? important to the story, but that's something that would make no sense that they would do in this movie. Yeah. So she goes to the acupuncturist, I guess quits the gym. Uh, the yeah, acu- right. She's like, all right, well, the acupuncturist who's a white who is a white man, which yeah. I found interesting. Why isn't that usually an Asian thing? Acupuncture? Oh, I guess so. I guess I just figured. I, I mean, I it's was, Canadian, right? I just assumed in Canada it would just be a white person. So <laughs> just do every right <laughs> Eastern medicine. Yeah, it could have been like a shaman. It was a white right. guy. Like you know, it didn't matter. <laughs> Papa Shango. It's a white guy. <laughs> uh, so he asks about her mental health, which I don't think acupuncturists do, but maybe they do. I mean. I think it is like holistic healing, so they do like stuff like that. Uh-huh. But what was weird about it is that it didn't feel very private or medical. Like the way the way their conversation. See, I went, thought the I thought the complete opposite. Oh, okay. I thought it was very like clinical in the beginning. Oh, I get it was clinical. For like, yeah, ac- no, you th- I thought like I don't know shit about. It. I've never had acupuncture. Have you ever had it done? Uh, I did a physical therapy, so I've never been to acupuncturist, but I've had it done. Okay, so I don't know what I like, an see. I thought it was more of like a not like a massage, but like on yeah. that same type. Yeah. Of, like it's supposed to be calming, and you have the music right. and light, dim lighting. But this seemed more like a medical thing. I guess that's true. You're right. I guess I, I'm agreeing with you. I guess I, I use the wrong words. I I thought it would be more that way of like open up your feelings. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. It. It, yeah. That's what I thought acupuncture was. And here's the other thing I noticed later in the movie is that I think they only had two indoor sets. <laughs> And so that office had to be like the acupuncturist office had yeah. to be other stuff. Because you ever notice whenever she's not in like a real thing, like a store or in her house, mm-hmm. it's always just like a wall that's like a, a basic color. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so right. the office just looks like that. And it's like, all right, throw some tongue depressors in there and then we'll call it acupuncture. This was very low budget, this movie. Yeah. So I thought that was, but I agree with you. Why would, if she's going to be seduced by this guy, Graham? She, yeah. Graham? <laughs> Grams his name, fucking is his game is what I wrote down. Because she's like, Grams his name. And I was like, oh, what's his game? <laughs> but like, why isn't he smoother? Like, more suave. Like, I just felt like, yeah. Because like, she's going from the extreme of you can't do acupuncture, it's stupid and you're stupid, mm-hmm. to now she shows up and Graham should be like, you know, like a beaded curtain, walks in, you know, candles and shit everywhere. Like, it should have been all very erotic and like mm. emotional. See, I thought it was more he was like a sweet, guy that was nice to her no i agree but i think i think they should have set up more that he's a shithead oh really well, well he was but... right that's what i'm saying like they should they didn't really plant the seed nor did they sh- it just didn't feel like she had any reason to like him 
Like he was nice to her. But I think that's the only reason. I know. I because just... because her husband treated her like such dog shit. I guess that like any guy that treated her nice, she was like head over heels. I just for. didn't believe it later. We find out like he has three girlfriends and kids. Oh yeah, like, it just was like this guy. Like he just seems well, like that's, a yeah. idiot. Well, I thought so. All right, we'll jump ahead because it doesn't really matter. But so she starts having an affair with Graham, mm-hmm. the the acupuncturist, and uh, she asked for a divorce from her husband. Be uh. Uh, Sorry, I'm just trying to find out exactly. Oh, well, no, you know what? Let's go through because there's some crazy shit that happens. Yeah. So Graham Graham uh, says a couple needs to have a spiritual relationship as well as a physical one. Uh, She starts to fantasize about Graham. Yeah, and she goes, "I feel guilty about my fantasies," which right. I both understand at the level like she's not in touch with herself, but I'm also like, "What are fantasies for?" Like, yeah. What, what fa- so you're gonna fantasize about your asshole husband? Yeah, who's a jerk off. Right. right. Like I, I don't. Yeah. So Grand makes a move on her and kisses her, but she pulls away. But then immediately starts making out with him, takes her to PT. He wants oh, right. her to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so she says she doesn't want to do it anymore. She likes her body as it is, and she asks him for a divorce. He calls her selfish and ungrateful. He says all she does is sit around the house all day. <laughs> God, he, he lays into her, man. He thinks it's a ploy so she get more attention. He says he doesn't have time for this since he worked all day. Yeah, he, he pulls that card. Like, I pay for everything. Fuck you. This, is, this actually made me laugh. He says she should sleep on the couch since he paid for the bed. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what a power move. <laughs> But I also like he goes, Oh, poor Delane. She's unsatisfied in her marriage. I was like, Yeah, yeah like she is. What are you t- she, she is. But I was like, like, what are you mad about? Like I know. It, it's like, oh, poor Delane burns over eighty percent of her body. Like she wants to go to the hospital. <laughs> like, yeah, he is I the do. worst, this guy. Uh, so Delane tells the kids about the divorce. The son doesn't take it so well. He says he <laughs> Tyler's a piece of shit, yeah. let's be honest. The daughter was cool about it. So Delaney and the kids go to Sports World, and they catch up on... Oh, uh, Sports World, where Michael Jackson used to go. Remember that? Route 4. We're the only two that remember it. I know. And they catch up on how she's doing. She tells her friend about Graham and his practice. I know it's not Graham, by the way. It's a mess. Coffee ground. Oh. Uh, the friend knows Graham and says he's having a baby with another woman. Yeah, she's like... Graham? Well, I the thought. See, I thought his game was going to be. I thought she was banging Graham. Right, I did too. And then I thought his game was going to be. He bangs all the the hot milfs that go in there. Yeah, that's what? why couldn't they just do that? Well, and then, like the whole referral that makes more sense, right? Correct. Because she's standing there, she's like, "Oh, you have to see Graham. He knows what he's doing." Exactly. Right? And like she could have, she should have been a better next door neighbor character, like the like um. Oh God, the one the, the perfect one, bride, yeah, or whatever. whatever. Not she's, perfect bride, yeah, I know she, it's perfect neighbor. She, yeah, she's just like very like always implying things and like sexy and weird. Like that's what she should have been. Like, oh, you got to go see Graham. Let's put his needles in you. It's like, oh, <laughs> with his hands or whatever. Like, make very clear he can help you, like maybe physically, but also like he's very sexy. And it'll be nice to be touched by a sexy man, right? And maybe sexy you won't, man. maybe you won't fuck him. <laughs> sexy man, <laughs> a salesman. <laughs> It was very like Japanese. <laughs> Arigato, sexy man. Uh, so, uh, needless to say, Delaney is devastated. Delaney, Delaney, I'm gonna do that. A it's all times. right, dude. Delaney confronts Graham, and and he says he has no excuse. She leaves him. And is now single. She's hanging with her friends. Is going to start dating. 
Her friends tell her not to worry about Mr. Right and start worrying about Mr. Tonight. Yeah, they didn't go with Mr. Right now. I thought that was yeah. an interesting choice. I said, Mr. Tonight? I, like, I was like, oh, I like Mr. That Tonight. That friend was like spitting hot fire. She Everything she said, I agreed with. Because the other friend was yeah. garbage. Was like, yeah, right. uh, you got to wait around and blah, yeah. blah, she's blah. She's like, no, fuck that. Go get go get some dick. Yeah, she's like, what are you going to wait? Like, what are you doing? She's like, just if you're happy, go, go get out there. Uh, it was so, yeah. I, so I enjoyed it. Delane starts dating, online dating, and is attracting some younger men. Uh, dating? Did you notice the dating? Of course, stuff? I did. did. Now, was it Heart of Hearts? No, it's Two of Hearts. Oh, Two of Hearts. Okay. See, I've said the Canadian dating site should be called I'm Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea that it was like texting each other. Oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry to, sorry to bother you. Oh, you are you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, she picks a guy to go out with, and we get a montage of her getting ready for the date. She gets stood oh. up and disappointed. She decides to go to Graham's house. And wants to give him shit, but he's not there. Yeah, that was weird. Like, he's got, like, a like a newborn like, baby. Yeah. Where that, is he? Well, right. And, like, why would you go to his house? It's If he was single or whatever, but I live by himself, but that's very mean. Mm. That woman didn't do anything <laughs> that wrong. That was mean. It was. Like, that woman didn't do anything wrong, the, the, the baby mama. So, Delane then gets another message on the website from a different man, the Duke. Kyle yeah. Priestmantel. I wish we had gotten to this faster. Like, I felt yeah, like this should have happened. This is, like, what, like, a half hour in? Yeah, at, le- at least. So, the movie does take, like, an abrupt turn. Yeah, you the, know. the whole rest of the movie is about this, Correct. which you kind of don't. I mean, you get from her voiceover at the very beginning, but you but forgot. Not really. I forgot. I was like, yeah, I mean, I, like, I knew what it was about, but well, right, yeah. Uh, the Duke that says he's looking for a, a uh, submissive woman or something that is. See, I, I, I am not going to be able to explain this. No, so because obviously. it doesn't make sense. So he wants a submissive woman to train to be dominant to other men, but not to him. Correct. He wants to be dominant to her. So he wants a woman that's submissive to him, but dominant to other men. Is that a better way to explain yeah. it? Which, I, again, I'm not in the community, but... Like, me neither. I have it, no idea. It, it struck me as a very odd thing to write in a first message on a dating site. <laughs> yeah, one. to just like... And for her to be interested in it. Right, because like, how did he even find her? Like, you know... I, I, do you think it's like... I, see, I originally thought it was like a spam email that he sends it, to everyone. I think it is. I think it is. It is. I think it is too, but... It just seemed like it, I guess it must work, I, it, but it felt. I actually I don't know. Based on the, what women have told me, that is what guys do. Like they just go and like they're very forward. Well, yeah, they'll, or they just write the same message to f- uh, five hundred th- women, right. And wait and hope somebody responds. Yeah, it's a numbers game. So it's, like, guess, it's like sales. No, it's true. It's cold calls. <laughs> he, yeah, I just. It seemed like a weird description of BDSM to me. Like if you're really into it, it did, like mm-hmm. to say like. It's a very elaborate way of talking about it. Yeah. It would just be like, I'm looking for a sub, and these are my, my fetishes, versus like, I want this chain of... I, I don't know. It just struck me as not very It realistic. was a very specific thing that he was into. Yeah, I guess. But it, it, I don't know. It was very weird. Yeah, I mean, bo- I neither mean, but one I, of us really know what we're talking about. Exactly. But it didn't feel very realistic to me, let's put it that way. Correct. Uh, now, well, you, you're not caught up on Billions, so we don't go there. But that, that's a, a theme of that show as well. And see, I buy that in that show. Like the S and M. Oh right, because isn't the one woman? Well, I mean it's it's in the first scene. So yeah. Paul Giamatti is a submissive. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and his wife is a dominatrix. Yeah, that's right. Just yeah. for him, right? But it's like a but yeah, but it's the same idea. theme of the show, right? But I like bought it in that scenario. I don't know if it's just because of better actors, well, or better getting, writing. I mean, they're getting out of here when they she eventually goes to visit him and talks about like when they kind of talk to each other about it. Then it starts to make a little more sense. When yeah, it, and I that's the parts I liked about this movie. Yeah, was like her questioning him on what. It, whole thing was and him actually explaining it to her instead of being like a, a dominant yeah. like no you can't ask me any questions I think the thing they got wrong about it f- from everything I've seen or read is that his character is too much of a dick like guys who okay. are like 
they made him stereotypical, even though what he's into is not stereotypical, I, or, or, or is in a certain kind of sense. Like dominating women is not unstereotypical, but then he right. like, actually is into like the community, which is about a whole different. Like as they explain, like, it's about consent and equality, all these things. Yeah, right? and he's such a which dick. they touch on. Right, he kind of explains it, but he's so weird about it. Because I, I think in the version of the movie I would make, he would be a much nicer person, mm-hmm. and like that's how that's part of the thing is like we respect each other, we talk as equals, and then once they snap into it, maybe it's different. Right, but he's like that the whole time. Yeah, he's like he's just yeah. He's a he's a gruff guy, uh, in general. Even when like she asks him a question, yeah. even, even in his picture, right? Exactly. It's just like why are we, I don't think that's like, how he doesn't it would have those out. two personalities, which right. I think a lot of this what that is, right? Yeah, like, and that, that you know when you're a lady in the street, but a freak in the sheets, <laughs> right? Or just like yeah, exactly. Like the, he would be, you would just be normal when you're normal. You know, you'd be walking not normal, but you just be yeah, walking yeah. around like right. You not, would never know, not taking on the the roles, right? Right. But then when you do it, because that's the thing about it, is you can't just be like, you know, we were like making mac and cheese, or whatever. It's like put the fucking cheese in the mac. Right. You're like, whoa, <laughs> like yeah. But I didn't know like maybe that is part of it that you never know like when oh, it's gonna no. Happen. It would be totally explicit if it was like if you're into that right. like extreme yeah, yeah, yeah. level of like submission and like doing you know stuff. It, and I don't think that's what this was because no. she doesn't know anything. That's the other part is she's literally totally vanilla, doesn't know anything. Right. Like that's th- that kind of relationship where your boss is going around 24 hours a day or being bossed around. Mm-hmm. Like that's a much more advanced. Like you, would, you wouldn't start there. We put it that way. Correct. I, I agree. Not that I know, but I agree. Uh, so she thinks about this, about the Duke's offer and she's kind of into it. So she calls him and they talk about and ask him what the whole thing, Dom sub thing is. I got to say, I love that they use landlines because he had a great connection for a speakerphone. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, she could really hear him. And he's like, t- he's nowhere near the phone. And that never happened on the speakerphone ever. <laughs> no. I noticed it. I was like, all right. Unless he's wearing a headset. It's like a jacket. <laughs> jacket. Uh, he starts to tell her what he wants her to do and explains what an alpha female is. That's what it's called, alpha female. Yeah, but like that's, I don't think that's actually a thing. Like, I don't think you would use that terminology. I think it exists, but you yeah. would just say dom, like a femdom instead yeah, of yeah, yeah. alpha. I've never heard that before. Because alpha is usually male. Well, yeah, and it just doesn't, I don't think you would use that in any of these contexts except for maybe like cuckolding or something. But like, <laughs> she tells her friend about the Duke. Like, who would tell her friends immediately? Like, yeah, that I don't was think that's strange. true. Uh, but the friend doesn't really understand it. Dealing, uh, Delane explains to her friend that it's more about the woman gaining confidence, which I think is kind of true. Yeah, yeah, no, that part, that rang more true. But I think the reason she tells her friends, not that I think it's realistic, but I think in her real life, part of, like, her whole thing, right, is that she has, like, a website. It's all about, like, being single after divorce and, mm-hmm. like, being empowered and getting in the community and all this stuff. Um, so I think she, she was trying to explain, like, that's normal, right? So, like, the movie kind of compresses it. I don't think, like, yeah, yeah. I think in her real life, it was probably a year or two before she, like, told her friends. But okay. in the movie, that's it's, fair. like, a week later. That's fair. Uh, the Duke wants Delane to date a younger guy. Uh, she's tied, she decides to go out with a younger guy from the dating website. Uh, the Duke is talking to her and wants her to describe what she's wearing. At first, she does a poor job, but then does better and starts to turn him on. She gets really into it. The Duke tells her about the uh, bedroom window and open her bedroom curtains and get naked. Uh, she does as he tells her to do. What does she say? She's like, they're going to think I'm a slut or a yeah, skank? Yeah, slut. And they like go through this five-minute description. He's like, what do you think that word means? Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's keep things moving here. <laughs> Well, also, like, again, with the wanting, him to, wanting her to sleep with a younger man, mm-hmm. like, he should have been more involved in that. That seemed weird to me that, like, he wanted her to do it, but we never have a scene of them, like, on a camera or her talking about it or describing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he just wants her to do it, but then, like, never tell her about it. <laughs> that seemed very odd. Uh, 
Yeah, he, yeah, you're right. She never explains to yeah, him. Yeah, so I, that, again, this is what I mean. Like, it didn't follow through. And maybe because it's Lifetime, they were just like, we. but they could have talked about it, it felt like. I think they do, because I think we find out that she dates the younger guy for like three or four months. She does. She dates him for a while. So she must be a talking while. to the Duke the whole time. Yeah, but we never see a scene where she's like saying like, oh, I went out with uh, Landon or whatever. Fucking, it was like some, <laughs> It's in know, here somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Delane uh, now has a date with the younger guy from the website. They meet at a bar. He says his last girlfriend was 43. He puts a hand on her knee and she warns him he doesn't know what he what rough is, which yeah. she never seemed like she was in Well, to, to her credit, the voiceover, she goes, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know yeah, what I'm talking uh, about. That's true. As she's on her date, her husband walks in. She handles it well and he walks away. The next day, the husband confronts her about the younger guy, but she says it's none of his business who she dates. She's talking to the Duke about what happened and he thinks she's winning... She's whining, sorry. Yeah. So he tells her to get on on her knees and beg for his forgiveness. Is what she does. You know what it is? It was just so white bread and so not erotic. It, it, right. And I think that's what threw all of it off. It's like it did, wasn't sexy. Right. And it, yeah. And it, 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 it could have been. I think that's the other part. It's like again, it's because she's opera. sexy. Right. But she's attractive. Yeah. The Duke, I guess, is probably attractive. Like I would think. But I the acting think. is just like enough off that it's yeah. It feels very tame. Very wooden. Yeah, and like the whole thing relies on them being fucking into it, and they don't seem into it. Right. He, uh, the Duke tells her to go to a sex club and find a woman to see what real power looks like. She asks the Duke what his real name is, and he tells her it's Shane. And he tells her, he's like, yeah, Shane. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was just like, oh, I never thought he would tell her. Right. Like, I thought, I thought it would have to be a whole thing of like, right. you don't you get to, to know my name. Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, so weird. Uh, oh, Peyton. She invites Peyton. Yeah, that's close. Who's the younger guy? Got protection issues. Uh, she invites Peyton, the younger guy, to the sex club. I wish it was Peyton Manning. Yeah, that would be so funny. I wish it was fucking. What's what's the dumb one? Not Eli. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so the sex club. <laughs> it's like get a shift off for the car wash. <laughs> uh, it's a bunch of naked people making out and drinking at the sex club. The hostess says. They can have sex anywhere they want to. I, lo- I love this though. So they walk in and she's like, uh, "All right, so it's like here's the, like the three rules: like we have a full bar, but with a limited menu." The fuck does that mean? <laughs> I didn't even catch that. I was like, "So you have all the possible alcohol, but we can only have four drinks." Yeah, like what? That's it. Is it because it's not like an open bar at a wedding where it's like you can only get like Heineken's yeah. and fucking red wine, right? I didn't even catch that. And then she's That's like, hilarious. "Yeah, you can have sex anywhere you want." And I was like, "Except for the buffet." <laughs> Because you know they have like a rotisserie chicken in there or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. Uh, now she has Peyton tied up. There's free, fake Britney Spears music playing during yeah, the scene. It was <laughs> so good. It was so strange. I thought it was her. I was like, whoa. Uh, she's starting to fall for Shane and wants to see a picture of him, but he says no. She's out to dinner with Peyton and they've been dating for three months. And he gets like her a, a diamond restaurant. Yeah, and, and he gets her diamond earrings for their and she, anniversary. And she orders roast chicken at a fancy restaurant. Yeah, roast chicken. Ugh. Why? What do you order? Uh, something fancy. She literally makes roast chicken like a, a week later in the fucking movie. Like uh, your air fryer. Get a steak. Get something. I don't know. Some fancy pasta. Some rigatone. Get a pizzone. <laughs> I don't know. I was just very annoyed by her order. I was like, oh, you're not living this life. Peyton wants to take Delane and the kids to go on a trip for the weekend, but Delane doesn't want to go. She doesn't think the relationship is that serious and just wants to have fun. When she gets home from her date, she has an email from the Duke and he sent her a picture, which was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, like why now? I know he she did, asked, yeah. but like he just does it. <sighs> so uh, she tells her friend that she wants to go to Seattle to see the Duke. Her friend thinks she's crazy, but Delane says she can't get the Duke out of her head. 
uh, while at the park uh, with her daughter. She sees Graham at the park as well. His business isn't doing well, but his new do- newborn daughter is doing well. He looks like, like he's like on heroin. Yeah, he the looks, part was so pointless. He looks very strung he's out. Yeah, I think it was trying to prove that she's like strong now. She won't give in to yeah, like she, fucking yeah. Graham. Uh, she decides to go see the Duke over Thanksgiving. Uh, she also wants to start a business where she basically decorates people's homes and takes it down, which I thought it was a good idea. Uh, yeah. Delane gets to Seattle, but the Duke doesn't pick her up at the airport. He gives her the code to get into his huge house. So we are to, are we to believe at this moment that <laughs> she's entirely subsidized by her husband because she hasn't been working and she's not divorced. Yeah, I would like there's so. no settlement. Yeah, I would, I would say. So, so he's paying for her to fly to go fuck the Duke and all this stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they kind of yeah because I thought it was strange that he's such an asshole the husband and we don't really ever have a scene about divorce proceedings custody alimony yeah none of that stuff i thought that was odd given like i assume they're like he's paying he's giving her alimony or supporting the house no i assume so too it just i thought it was weird for this movie not to show that yeah because like i know eventually at the end she's like oh he's like a different guy now whatever but we it just seemed odd to me that he wasn't like oh you're fuck i see you with your young boyfriend like who's paying for dinner and like he's such a dick about everything yeah it's true the Duke gets home and they finally meet, which was kind of like anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, they're just like, hey, I, well, again, what's up? Because he lives like in the fucking Fortress of Solitude. It's just like right. all like glass and like yeah. hard surfaces. It's mm-hmm. very weird. Uh, he takes her to the guest house and says she can come to the main house when she's instructed to do so. He's bought her a dress and wants her to try it on. He tells her to get dressed in front of him and she does. Uh, she just <laughs> made me laugh. He tells her she will not wear panties in his, in his presence. I like this guy's style. <laughs> They go out to dinner and they talk about the, the dom and submissive culture, like very casually. See, that made more sense to me. Right. The, the personal part was like, okay, when you're actually with this person, like you have to have that fundamental respect and understand. Right. You have and to I, know each other. Yeah. Or, right. or at least understand the rules ahead of time. And even when he like makes her wait, like he makes her sit down and wait, like that felt more realistic. That to me. was, yeah, that's what I thought was the most realistic. Yeah, I was like, like okay. of this culture. Because she's like, oh, I was really, t- I was mad and I was turned. I was like, yes, that's how this works. Right. Now we're back to Duke's house, and Delane uh, asks what she could do for him, and he tells her to go sit in the chair and be quiet, and this is what Kyle just explained. Oh, sorry. I thought that no, was it's fine. Her. It was the next scene. Yeah. She's already turned on by the situation. He's, he says from this point she'll ask permission for anything that she does. Uh, she asks what happens if she disobeys him. He tells her she'll bend over her knee and spank her. He then would put a leash on her and take her for a walk around the neighborhood. Yeah, I was like, like whoa. Yeah, hey, oh. yeah, that was, again, that, that kind of humiliation in that kind of relationship you, it, that doesn't happen with the first encounter you know what i mean like that yeah, would yeah, not yeah. be right it would have to we could escalate to that but the way he it just felt very like why they like jammed I, a bunch of stuff in, right no right. pun intended <laughs> but they like mixed a lot of those things in yeah like, very that would have like happened over a longer period of time right. i think she asked permission to go into the master bedroom where they had have coitus uh she enjoys her stay with the duke and he helps her on how to get her business started. He's like a big business. I think and one of the funnier scenes when she's cooking the turkey or the chicken or whatever, she's like, where's your baster? And he's like... In the bedroom. He's like, I think it's in the bedroom. I was like, what the fuck are they doing in there? I don't know. Like, why is that related to anything kinky? Kinky. Kinky. So he can't buy a fucking dildo? He's he's so into BDSM, but he can't afford a dildo, so he has to get a turkey baster. (laughs) Or he's trying to just shoot shit up his asshole. Like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it invited way more questions than it answered. So she says, uh, when she's when she gets home, she's ready for a relationship on her own, and then he says, "There's no reason for them to continue their correspondence, but it was like good, it ended in a good way." But why could they be together? That's the part I didn't get. I just don't think that's what he does. Like I don't think he date like he dates or marries. Oh really? He just does, that's what I got out of it. See, I thought like I oh. think he helps like he helps these women get gets to that point, and then he's on to the next. That's one. such a that's so weird. 
to me, it's like you're on this dating site. Maybe you only want to have no strings attached sex. Right. But if you're in a BDSM or or a, or, or a sub-dom relationship, that's a relationship. It's ongoing. Right. But I think it's – I think that's that's just what I got out of it was no, he gets these I, women to that point. I think you're right. That's where what Where she did. said it and then, then he's like, all right, and then he'll find an, another makes, woman. it makes no fucking sense. That's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like they could have just been together. Like there's no reason why she couldn't just live that life. Like forever, like yeah. she lives at in Vancouver. or like he moves on or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. It just it, it's like oh, they get along, they like each other, like they they they're you know going to dinner. It just seemed like what why at no point was there a problem. No, she's just like I have to go back. But I kids. think there's like they don't explain it too well. But I think that was always the understanding in the relationship, though. See, I understood the opposite, which was like, oh, I'll fuck like these younger guys or whatever, whatever. But like, I want to meet like a mature, real guy. As, like, well, I like, think she does. And I think she's into him. But I think in the back, like there was always understanding that she couldn't date him that way. I guess. I, I just, just don't explain. It I guess well. you should have just said that. Because when she goes, well, he's like, well, I guess it's over. I was like, what? I was like, yeah. I thought she was just leaving. But no, never again. Yeah. Okay. So she starts her business. Uh, she also makes amends with her husband. Uh, she asks him to come over to help decorate the Christmas tree with the kids. They talk it out and, he, and apologize to each other about their marriage. Delaney wants to help him be a better dad. She said she's very happy with her life and her husband and her husband were able to be good co-parents. While she's at Party City, she meets a handsome stranger, helps her with her bag. Yeah, they hit it off and gives him her number. He she he gives him her, yeah. his number. Yeah, the husband brings uh, his new girlfriend to his daughter's birthday party and she hits it off with Delaney. Everybody seems to live happy ever after. And that brings us to the end. Did you see those business cards? They were shitty. Oh, they were terrible. I was just like, oh, come on, man. That brings us to the end of the secret sex life of a single mom. You're a fucking interior designer and you have fucking shitty business cards. Like, no. I mean, come on. But like, really, like your job is to like fucking yeah, make like, artistic make things choices. Pop. Yeah. And it, this you have this shit. You kidding me? <laughs> so Dr. Mudd, on a scale of one to five landlines, oh, boy. what do you give this one? I was ready when in the middle of the movie I thought this could be a five. Like I really thought, okay, this could go all the way. And then nothing. Did not deliver. I sat without my underwear on, my dress on, and I never got to come. So I'm gonna go Oh boy. I'm gonna go three. I think right. it's I think yeah. it's right down the middle, two and a half, three. Yeah, I I'm right there with you. Uh three as well. I kind of liked it. Like I did enjoy it. It moved pretty fast. Yeah, that's true. It, it wasn't it didn't slog. No, it didn't make like cardinal it, sins. It, it kind of I liked it because it was like it kept things moving in in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it focused on her for the most part, right? Like I think all that it stuff, just wasn't. It, it didn't have like those batshit crazy moments that I love. It wasn't fun. Like, it was a movie about sex and like and like finding your sexual awakening and like it just was like this is like, and and as good as she was, she just wasn't like charismatic or right. like maybe that's she wasn't supposed to be but well i think that's it right they, they downplayed the sex because they didn't want it to be silly right yeah they're like let's take this seriously but like it could have been a movie about hurting like her paralegal license it was like you know what right. i mean there like was, right exactly it, it, it didn't matter like oh now she works on cars okay like she's excited <laughs> right. by it great yeah it was about her story which was fine it was it was just it was fine yeah it was a fine movie yeah, like that was one I would definitely if it, if I had cable and it was on, I would probably watch. I would yeah, be like, oh, okay, it was I'll, good background. I'll do this on while I'm doing right. something. Yeah, all right. But that's classic Lifetime. I it mean, is. It was perfect. It was a perfect, well structured like, hour and a half. Yep. Canadian. 
voiceovers. <laughs> yeah, vo- a lot of voiceover. But yeah, like, yeah, why weren't any of the friends more interesting? Like that. That's the kind of place. Well, yeah, where they you were all vanilla. Right. Everybody was vanilla in the movie. You could make the movie so much more interesting. By even the that. even the Duke was vanilla. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, because we had a, we've had silver foxes now in a bunch of these movies. Right. And they've all been better than him. Yeah, he was bad. Like, uh, like the Sex of the Single Mom one, right? That guy was much better. Who was that? Uh, the show? show? Yeah, the big show. I mean, that's perfect, right? Yeah. Oh, he was great. Yeah. And there was one with the older. There was one with another older guy too. Uh, more recent, like a 2010s one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But anyway, or or make yeah, but whatever. Or make ah. just get the big show in there. <laughs> he plays all the roles. Yeah. Plays the friends. <laughs> he plays made, Delane. He puts himself on a leash. <laughs> I. I guess I'm getting mad with the casting now. It just feels like well, lately they can't. Yeah, because and and it's funny because we go like big stars and then we go to this one who has no stars. It's like we gotta we gotta get back on track here. And sometimes the no star movies are good because Some, of that. Yeah, exactly. Like there were, I feel like there's a couple we've seen where it was like nobody. I felt like we started out so hot with the movies too. Yeah, like all the movies did in the beginning were so perfect. And we've yeah. just been picking duds. I think part of it is we besides Montana. I had Sky. seen some of those, and I think that was part of it. I knew, yeah, that's true. And we're now we're kind of we need some screen, we need some referrals again, maybe. Yeah, I was talking to Audrey Lee about this friend of the show last night about you know she's like you lost all my referrals, like I know, but we're doing them. Well, it's not that. Well, we tried to do a couple, but they're yeah, not they're, available. Right, they're hard to find too. Yeah. I both like and dislike this process. Like, I do like that we don't know, and that makes it more interesting. Yeah, because Montana Sky was like such a grand slam, right? And we were so excited. <laughs> From the, but it was like one out of ten. There's no way you could have known, right? Right. Yeah. Now we know Nora Roberts is a slam dunk. Yeah, but it wasn't. She's not because we did the shitty one with the fucking but that was psychic. Still, but that was still fun. I know. Like that was a fun episode. Like this might be our shortest episode ever because there's nothing to talk about. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. It, it, it's still not as bad as dashing through the snow, which was the my least favorite. I know that's your least favorite. <laughs> I know. I know. I know, Ken. Everybody knows. <laughs> I yeah. I well, well, we can we can talk about well, it. Well, the uh, you know next episode's got to be better. Yeah, I mean it. It would re- stand a reason. I mean, I know we have a bunch in the queue on my watch list that are yeah, yeah. Some of them seem absolutely yeah, bonkers. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, that's the Ken. That marks the end of May so horny. Oh, how do you right. feel? You feel satisfied? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Asked and answered. Guess we'll have to bring it back next year. And yeah. Feel a little better about it. All maybe right. they'll make another. Uh, maybe they'll get more and more sex. With yeah. the single mom. Well, that's what I felt like they were setting up, right? Is like that she becomes like a dom and now is like running a dungeon. Like I really thought well, like yeah. that was gonna be but right. no, she's an interior designer. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's how she gets the dungeon, is she interior designs like for a rich guy <laughs> and he gives her access to the basement and that's when she like builds her business. Literally. Yeah. I you don't, I, yeah, I don't know that doesn't happen. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. All right. No, of course. Why would this work now? Oh. Our fan boat's broken? We joined the IMDb keywords game already in progress. Ugh. I know, right? It's there's no rhyme or reason to this. Number two, submissive wife. Yes. Oh, correct. See, I thought that even would, though she's not his wife, right? That's what I I thought that might be tricky because it's like, well, she is submissive, but she and she is a wife, but she's not a submissive wife. Correct. But again, these people are idiots. <laughs> Seattle. Hmm. No. Correct. <laughs> Calgary. No. <laughs> Correct. I wish. The Calgary Stampeders. <laughs> or Rough Riders. Or Mike Pinball Clemens yeah. is going to play the, the uh, acupuncturist. 
<laughs> Joke for literally no one. <laughs> uh, the one CFL player yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> Sex with a blindfolded man. Yes. Correct. <laughs> These are so stupid, some of them. Phone sex. No. God damn, you're good at this. <laughs> Horniness. I hate that word. It's so, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yes. Correct. God damn it. Turkey baster. <laughs> oh, I hope I hope it's there. Yes. Incorrect. Uh. Uh. All right, so. Uh, all right, number nine. Removing panties. Yes. Correct. Hmm. Undress and window. No. Correct. Skank. <laughs> no. Correct. <laughs> Deep cleavage. <laughs> no. Incorrect. Uh. Feminism. No. Correct. Wow, I thought that one would mm. be tougher. All right, last one. Entenmann's. Like the cake? Yeah. Do they even eat Entenmann's in this? Yeah, they eat the cookies. <laughs> yes. Incorrect. Ah! <laughs> All right. I feel like I got D on that. Yeah, no, that was good. Or C. He did well. Got uh, 11 out of 14. All right. That's good. Yeah. There's some other insane ones I didn't even bother with, but yeah. <laughs> Sex with a blindfolded man. Who's typing that in? Somebody who's really, really into that, I assume. But what always fascinates me about that is that they're looking for a very specific thing that's clearly like a fetish. Mm-hmm. But why not just type it into like porn MD? Like I right, don't, you exactly. know what I mean? Like right. It, there's something about it, I guess it being in a mainstream movie that turns them on I or guess. whatever. I don't. I don't know. Look, look. Don't ask me why I submitted that. I just did. So easy. All right, Kim, we're going to play Celebrity Net Worth. I'm not sure how we're going to do it because it took me a while to come up with any of these. All right. The most, you know how difficult it is when we don't have any stars no. or anything to play off of. So, so we're going to start. Come back to it. We joined Celebrity Net Worth already in progress. The theme celebrities who have professed an interest in BDSM. Army Hammer. Now, I think he came for money. Uh, like I don't know, but I remember like when that movie came out and then he did Lone Ranger after that, oh, yeah. he was on like all the talk show circuits. And I remember seeing that he, I think he was rich before, but it's not his money. Yeah, great grandson. So for him, though, if it's like just his money, yeah. I'll go 12 million. I thought it would be, I would have gone lower, but it's 16. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. I think he was a stinker. It stunk. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. What do, you, what do you think his height is? Just out of curiosity. I think he's pretty. Uh, they make him five. Is he that he big? He really yeah. is that tall. I wondered that too. That's why I asked. Yeah, it's fascinating. All right. Kidman. Oof. Right. And now she gets divorced from Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise. I don't know. Because she probably had her own movie, her own money. Yeah, for sure. Not Tom Cruise. I think she's another big. She's got to be. Yeah, I was I was gonna go nine figures, but yeah, one hundred thirty million. One, yeah, and we've come across this before with like uh, where people don't have to front twenty million times five or oh, yeah, three. Yeah. Like they're front, they're paying for mm-hmm. all that now. They realize value, and she's she's had some 
big hits, but she's always been popular. She has side hustles. Yeah, that's what it probably is. probably raking money. That's how, like, we learned with Kate Hudson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and is winning awards. You know, it's just... Right. She's a well-respected and prolific actor yep. who also... No, I, it's I good to know she, she was... actually has it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always get worried when I'm like, oh, but I'm going to type in this person's name and be like, ah, never make five million in my life, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Speaking of uh, big-time acting, when I'll go... Cool 200 for wow. her. Well, there's two factors, right? One, I think she spends a lot of her money. I think significantly more than any people who yeah, make a Yeah, I believe that. Uh, and she's got a million kids. And yeah. Like, I just feel like yeah, that's true. they were splitting everything. She's been in bigger movies than Nicole Kidman, probably. So she makes money yeah. in the back end with producing and Yeah, directing. she hasn't been in stuff in a while, I guess. It's true. Yeah, yeah she was like, not of her choice, but um, yeah. Because really, she hasn't. She directed. I can't think of the last yeah, thing she did. I guess otherwise, she's been and yeah, you're sending downgrading eight, eight kids to private school. Uh, Rihanna, this is a tough one. Rihanna, because she, she's been around like what a decade, maybe. I'll say she's. Uh, I see. Yeah, see, it might be really low here. I'm gonna go thirty for her. I'm gonna go and just see how long she's been in the game. Maybe oh seven. I want to so say she's thirty one. So Peter, but uh, well, what's her real name? Oh, Robin. That's right. Debut two thousand three. So oh wow, but probably not making real like okay. beginnings like two hundred. Right. Wow, no sixty. Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> this is my worst performance. I I have no I have no idea how she's worth that much. I, I she's very popular. Obviously, I mean we know who she is. Okay, so here we go. So endorsements, uh, things. Um. Oh God, yeah. She had television shows in the UK. Big companies. I mean, yeah, so that, and that's a lot of money. Wow. I think I, I get. I mean, that's one of the more simple. Her, her perfume company grossed eighty million dollars. Wow! In twenty eleven, she oh, keeps releasing her. new. Uh, oh yeah, she's banging out hits, and she's she has part of title, I guess, in style stylist agency for celebrities, which I'm sure that rakes in money. So you hit you hit even just one of those. Which I guess kind of makes sense because Beyonce was half a million. Yeah, because Beyonce, yeah. So she's half of Beyonce makes sense. And yeah. that's, that's no slight of Rihanna. No, not but at like all. But like Beyonce is fucking pro. Actually, I don't know her well enough. But that's, yeah. And she headlined one, And two, she's three, in movies. Four. Like She had six world. I mean, yeah, I guess low, but that, I was not expecting that. Wow. All right. Yeah, e- I, I was shocked. Eva. Again, I can't, a number not to be believed. 35 million. I think she's. All right. Margaret Cho. Jeez. Now I'm like, I'm rattled. Oh, there you go. See, you yeah. gotta... We need a sorbet. <laughs> Palette Tap cleanser. it, goal. Because uh, she's had the ups and the downs as well. So she's been around early 90s, right, I would say? I think earlier. Like Dave right. Navarro. Doesn't she come up with Prince, though? Dennis Rodman. Yeah. So I like, think she's probably lost it all, got it all back. 1990, okay. Been divorced multiple times. Forty million for her. I mean, she's appeared in American Vampire and Good Burger. Is that too high? Yes, because she might be not a Coolio situation. Uh, fifteen, for sixteen million. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I thought she that should be worth four. Opportunities to slip through the cracks to really capitalize, but I think that's what like the younger generation that we've talked about. on. Yeah, you got to you got to keep it up. You can't you can't slow down. Like the Rihanna long. stuff, she because she had like okay, she brand, and then she started a consultancy. Yeah. It was just like uh, yeah, you had one success on. and just fucking multiply. Yep. Sweater times is rough and tough. Like let me figure out I want the wrong rap, so I got what it. Good. Yeah, and there was no way for you to be ready because you had no idea no. what you would do. No, after that movie. 
got a, a friend of the show coming in. Oh, Surprise right, guest. right, right. Uh, we're doing. Man. <laughs> I can't wait. We're doing uh, Hysteria colon the Def Leppard story, a movie I have already seen, so I'm very excited. Yeah, and it's on YouTube. It's available. Very excited. Uh, I've been asking this guest for since we've been doing this to do it. Yeah, and he is encyclopedic. Like, yeah, he, his knowledge. He's he's just enough older than us that we know different stuff. Yep. But there is crossover, and he knows a fuck ton. And it should be fun. I'm sure he's been preparing because I told him the movie two weeks ago. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait to see. <laughs> so, uh, so that'd be fun. So come back uh, in two weeks for Def Lep, her hysteria, the Def Lep story. Yeah, we're we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into arms. Yeah, I can start thinking famous uh, people. One arm drummers. Limbs. Yeah, like let's see, famous amputees. <laughs> yeah, I look. I can't wait to see how much they're worth. I was listening to uh, 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 in Voorhees Your Trust with. Paul Russ and Matt Corley. I love it. I love it. So it's probably my favorite podcast right now. And he had a joke. He's like, he's like, wouldn't it be interesting? Paul Russ is like, wouldn't it be interesting if Def Leppard, uh, when Rick Allen retired, got a three arm drummer? <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so hard. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. Uh, on that note, all uh, right. for Dr. McCarris, check one, two. <clears throat> on the next Cyber Bullies podcast. Starring no one you've ever heard of. Rick was was 15 when he joined the band. By the time he was 19, he was one of the biggest rock bands in the world. All he wanted to do was play drums and drive a fast car. The arm has to be amputated. Doctor, I'm a drummer. Hysteria, the Def Leppard story. A VH1 original movie featuring Anthony Michael Hall and Emma Valletta. Premieres Wednesday, July 18th at 9. It's Hysteria, the Def Leppard story.